Welcome back to the Risk Report with Roman the Stoic. You already know who it is, but you may not know who is right next to me. It's actually my wonderful girlfriend, Haley. Welcome, Haley. Hello. Well, Haley has agreed to do a podcast with me reluctantly, Uh, but (laughs) I've lured her with the 19 Crimes bottle of wine, and that's what is sponsoring the podcast today, as well as Sicilian Oven, if you like those tiny little pepperonis that are just packed with flavor, head on over to Sicilian Oven. And uh, yeah, I'm not even getting paid for these fucking ads yet, but I feel like they'd be pretty good. So welcome, Haley. That'd be awesome to be sponsored by 19 Crimes. I'd be very excited. So uh, if you're listening. We still got to get that app. I downloaded it. Did you? Yeah. So there's this app called Living Wine labels and you download it and you show the wine label to the uh to the app that you have on your phone and it pretty much makes it doesn't do with all wines but it pretty much makes the wine bottle look like a harry potty harry potty harry potter moving picture like yeah like those yeah her friend brandy she put like put it on over the 19 crimes bottle and the 19 crimes wine they always got like a prisoner there, right? So it's a person. So this little app made it seem like when you're looking at it through the camera that that guy is talking and he's talking about whatever the wine and the wine, one of the nineteen crimes, the nineteen crimes that he was arrested for, and they got the Snoop. We got the Snoop Dogg bottle, so we got to do it. With the we Snoop do, Dog. yeah. Um, but yeah. So what is it called again? Living wine labels. Living wine labels. Labels. <laughs> All right. Well, today is a Wine Wednesday special, relationship special at that. Um, We've actually got some pretty good responses and stuff for, you know, I had asked on the Instagram, send me in, you know, crazy relationship stories or things with exes or hookups, whatever, just anything you want a man's opinion on and a woman's opinion on. And we got about six responses and then a seventh one from her work. So we're going to go over that today. Um, other than that, how do you, how are you liking the studio so far? <laughs> Even it's, though it's the second room in the apartment, how are you liking the new studio? Very manly. Very manly. I'm happy I only allowed you to put all this stuff in the studio really? room. <laughs> Why? Because the rest of the apartment doesn't match. And it's an aesthetic. Yeah, it's because I have color. I have color. (laughs) We got all the colors in here. Well, I mean, I've got blues and grays and silvers and browns and whites. All right, all right. Very bohemian chic looking. I like it that this is over here for me. I like the second room. Oh, yeah, you're on the other side of the apartment, so I I can just lock you in here if I want to be left alone. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just lock myself (laughs) in. I do spend most of my time in here. For the apartment sake, like, I'm, you know, like, she works all day. 
and I work half of the day. So the other half that I'm doing shit, I'm just in in the studio. I'm always doing the podcast here, fucking drawing, painting, playing games. <laughs> just always in here. He's basically a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. And, they, know, uh, they know. <laughs> they, they know me. They refer me as the stay-at-home poppy. Uh, That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Drake is that champagne poppy. I'm that stay-at-home poppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All uh, right. Should we get into this? Yes, I think we also need to agree that we're not going to take this out of the podcast. This is take what out of the podcast. We're not going to fight <laughs> no matter what we say I don't and how we much will. we disagree. I don't think we will disagree. We'll see. Um, all right. Do you, should, should you do the first one? You want to read the first one as uh, ladies first? Sure. Type thing. Which one? First one. No, this one. Oh, yeah, I don't have my glasses on. Do you? <laughs> I always tell her to wear her glasses, and she never does. Only sometimes when I'm driving. Might you also explain all, all the accidents I've been in. Yeah, you should wear it all the time. All right, bro, I had my first one-night stand Friday, but we hanging out again. So is it a one-night stand or nah? Okay, and so this this is from a, a lady, actually. And she, just a little background, she is one of them lesbians, okay? She's one of, she likes the ladies, right? And I could, I couldn't agree with her more, right? I just totally agree with, I could see how, hey, you like the ladies. So she's a female who likes ladies, okay? (laughs) Um, So her one night stand was actually with another female and she had, she had wrote to me a little bit. Uh, in a dm and she had uh given me a little more information as to what that was and she says she doesn't know if the girl is straight or bi right because it's another girl that she hooked up with and the girl wants to see her again um but she doesn't know interested yes right so she's definitely interested so how about since you got to read it first maybe what do you think about it huh well that kind of changes it up a little bit yeah you know, I was thinking that the other girl was, you know, full on. But, uh, I mean, obviously she's interested. It's not like she's not interested. I mean, we mm-hmm. had a 45-day, one-night stand. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's yeah. something we liked about each other. Yes. Um, yeah, I think definitely she still has – she has some sort of feelings, if not feelings, some curiosity mm. looming in there. Def, I mean, if she was, you know, if she, she was willing like it, to eat she wasn't your box, baby, if she was, if she was willing to eat your box out there, yeah. you know, I mean, she's thought about it for, for a while, probably. So she might yeah. be. And I just, would say, you just know, now finally getting around to it. Yes. Have you seen that personally with, with girls and stuff like that? Um, maybe not so much personally, but I did have a friend who kind of always thought she was gay, but didn't really know. And um, I don't know. I guess this is kind of like a whole other subject, but she kind of thought she was gay. She didn't really know. And uh, she said she had kissed boys before and like didn't really do it for her. And then finally she met this girl that she really liked and they kissed and she was just like, holy shit, I'm lesbian. And uh, what was it? 
Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I kissed a girl, but I'm not going to say I liked it. You know, every girl has kissed another girl. You can't say you haven't. If you have, you're a fucking liar. Because I guarantee you were drunk one night in the bathroom or in college and that shit happened. But if you go further than that, you know, fuck it. Teach their own. Yeah. Personally, not my style. Well, this girl, she's um, she's been full on for as but long as But the other I've girl not, might not be. The other girl might not be. So that's probably where she comes off as she might be a little hesitant. <clears throat> but I would say, hey, if you had fun, if you had a good time and you enjoyed this person's company and she enjoys your company, then, you know, by all means, go for it again. And yeah, it's not going to be, I guess, another one night stand. It could be another one night stand. Like Kaylee said, we had, you know, there was a, a time where it was just, you know, it was what it was. It was just uh, hanging out and getting to know each other and being friends and uh, and having a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, you know, and that's great. And um, I guess that's how things worked out for us. <clears throat> is that we took our time with it. So whatever you do, maybe just don't get so emotionally involved and just see how it plays out. You know, if you, if you want to see her again, go for it. Who else are you hanging out with? It's the COVID pandemic days, right? If you fucking, you got somebody, maybe she just got so tired of being lonely. <laughs> she decided to go eat some pussy. I don't know. I'm just joking. She probably truly enjoyed your time. Um, yeah, she had said that she winged manned for her buddy, who's a, who's a male, they were out and the guy was like, hey, can you wingman for me? I just kind of want to talk to these girls. So she wingman for him and she like helped him talk to these girls. By the end of the night, she had the one of the girls' numbers and the girl texted her to come over. Damn. Where it happened. <laughs> <laughs> where, the, uh, where the fun ensued, right? Um, yeah. You know, if you if you think this person's cool and you enjoy their time, go for it. But most one night stands, you know what I mean? It's it's just that is what it is. It's a one night stand, you get it out of the way. It's almost like this platonic agreement of like there's no need to get any, you know, emotions or any of that involved. It's just people just want to fuck from time to time, you know? It's just could it just be a fling. Is. It could be a fling, right? Or it could turn into something. Yeah. I just wouldn't have any expectations, and um, and if you see her, just keep it fun. You know, that's it. All right, should we do? Should I read the other one? Oh yes. Okay, so <clears throat> this, this other one my favorite. Is, is Haley's favorite. <laughs> so um, this person said, "My girl got brand new long nails with little diamonds on them, and got freaky, and she put them in my ass. I let her do it, but damn." I will never be the same. And he left it at that. I don't know if he means he liked it or he means he'll never again. Um, I mean, you like it when I stick my finger in your butt. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. That's what you think. That's why I jump to the sky like fucking Wiley e. Coyote or something. I do it all the time cartoon. just to piss him off. And the more it pisses him off, the more I'm going to do it. Yeah, she's just an asshole about it. It's like it's like I'm like Literally. A, I'm like an abused uh, partner over here that like is scared to bend over to pick something up because I feel like every time I'm gonna get bent over, I'm, I'm gonna get bent over or whatever. She's gonna fucking try and put her finger up my ass. And, and I got them got long those, nails yeah. too. <laughs> no she diamonds got those though. Those fucking ratchet nails. Let's be real. All right. 
I've said it in a, I said this in a podcast. Did I have ratchet nails? I said I like I like your nails and I really like how they look when they're wrapped around my dick. (laughs) I said that in a podcast before. Talking about your nails, just so if you didn't tune into that one, um, (laughs) I definitely did not hear that one. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, that's where I want them. Okay, it's wrapped around my dick, not trying to find their way up my hairy brown Puerto Rican asshole, right? I got a little poop on it last time. Did you? Well, good. <laughs> That'll teach you. Uh, I'm totally kidding, you, by the I way. I told you last time. I told you last time you're going to break a nail trying one of these days. I clench my ass so hard. <laughs> <laughs> when I go to the gym in the mornings, I'm not doing uh, chest or tries or buys, baby. I'm doing nothing but glutes, okay? I'm doing nothing but ass clenches. I'm just protecting my ass every time. <laughs> Every time, you know, I start practicing moves for different scenarios of how, <laughs> how to defend and how to swipe. You know how many times I've been watching It Man over and over again on Netflix <laughs> just for this one moment? No, I'm just kidding. She fucks with me. You know, she she likes to fuck with me. Like yesterday, you know, she was trying to put ice. I was walking around in my little fucking boxers, little right? tidy whities my little t- They weren't tidy whities They were boxer briefs, but you get, you they were pretty admit, short. You got to admit, I look damn good. I look like one of those, uh, I look like one of those models on the, on the Calvin little Klein boxers, tidy whitey. Uh, what is those? Those little tidy whitey like packets where they got the guy and he's like, oh, fucking, yeah, the Hanes. <laughs> and he's got, you know, he's wearing a banana hammock. That's what I look like. All right. And I'm over here just trying to make a milkshake. Hey, End of the night. I'm trying to make a milkshake. And she's over here coming around. I see her. I spot her. I know what she's doing. She tried to grab ice cube ice and fucking put it in my pants. Put it in my little box of briefs, all right? I got it in there. Yeah, it was... Secretly, he really enjoyed it. He asked yeah. me to do it later. All right. So, okay. <laughs> then let's... All right. So, let's go back to that thing. That, that, that story that sparked all of this. So... And I got a little more background from that that guy, that gentleman, okay, who let his girl do the unspeakable act. <laughs> and uh, he said it was he was super hammered on a cruise. Oh, so and, it was a random girl. And they did it. No, it was his girl. Oh, it was his girl, longtime girlfriend. And um, and he just let her do it. She was probably like you, right? He probably he'd been dating her for so long. She'd been trying to wiggle that little fucking worm up there for so long. He was like, finally, like you know what? Fine. If it's gonna fucking make you stop, <laughs> go for it, right? <laughs> check check how my prostate's doing while you're at it, right? So he let her do it, and yeah, he said it, it didn't end well. And I I didn't I didn't go into what that meant, but you he know. probably lost a couple diamonds up in there. They probably lost some diamonds. I he mean, was shitting them out. Yeah, it's just not to mention he probably didn't find those diamonds for a while because cruises put some shit in the food to make you not poop. Really? Apparently, so it like backs up your like metabolism because they if all the imagine thousands of people on this boat (laughs) taking shits and then putting it in the ocean and just releasing it out, they can give you. Why would that be so harmful? (laughs) Uh, is that how harmful our shit is i swear you know me and how much i go to the restroom when i go to on a cruise i go maybe once or twice that whole time and that's that's not fun for me i can't imagine oh my god my poor mom and my sister who go once or twice a week and those poor women 
God bless you. I was constipated once and that was miserable. I couldn't even imagine. So yeah, he probably didn't find those diamonds for a couple days till he got oh, home. Jesus, just sounds like a horrible, horrible experience. I've never even been on a cruise. And I'm not planning on going on a fucking cruise. <laughs> <Did I laughs> but yeah, back to that. All right, how about this? The stance on this. Is that something over there, women? Is that what you're into? Is that what you want to do? Why, why women? Maybe you can answer this. What is attractive about you putting your fucking finger in some dude's gross asshole? You're All totally right. gonna push it. What's attractive out. about guys wanting to stick their dick in a girl's asshole? That's where we poop. That's because porn has fucking to- okay, intoxicated well, people's minds. Not every girl wants to get fucked no in the shit. ass. No shit. No um, shit. Porn has done that to our society. There was this one girl in college. Okay. Poor girl. Honestly. Ugh. Poor girl. She did anal with her boyfriend on prom night. You want to know what her nickname was for the rest of the time everyone else knew her? Poopy dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, ever since this, (laughs) scarred me for life. Never even wanted to think about trying anal ever. That's what scarred you. That's what scarred you. The name Poopy Dick. I mean, I mean, I can't laugh so hard, but that. That's what scarred me, right? Is I don't want to, I don't want to pull poop out and fucking have a poopy dick, <laughs> dude. Dude, the book was Moby Dick, not Poopy Dick. All right, I'm not going in there and trying to. That's why I don't try anal shit. You see me ever try anal shit with you? No, and I wouldn't let you because of that reason. Yeah, that's the same reason I don't want to be the I girl known as Poopy Dick. Uh, yeah, it's just something that's completely. I don't understand why people do it. So look, look at that. We stand in the same same uh, high five <laughs> stance on this. I've known this. I've known this. You know, it's like you wouldn't still be with me if I didn't do anal shit and you wanted to do anal shit. That's just not how it works, right? If I was with some girl that wanted you to, to do anal shit and I never even fucking like girls like getting it's like people, even dudes get their asshole licked. Like how unbelievable <laughs> is that? I know. Grown men that have gotten fucking laid back with their with their legs up and their assholes licked. This one what couple I know, that? her and her boyfriend only do it when he gets out of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets out of the shower, she's allowed to lick his asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. That's disgusting. That's like the most vile thing you could do to a fucking person. But it's also person. probably the hey, best time that hey, you could do it. At the- here, lick my dirty, gross asshole. Like, dude, I don't know. I just personally think if you're some dude and you're asking your girl to eat your asshole, put a finger in your asshole or anything like that, hey, you might like penis. Try some <laughs> penis out, okay? Because that's not normal. That shit shouldn't be normal, I think, for, for uh, a straight couple. Isn't there like some move, I don't know, where like you're taking a shit on the toilet and some girl gives you head? Oh, they call those, but those are all those urban dictionary shit. It was called the Blumpkin. The Blumpkin. (laughs) 
It's like, called the Blumpkin. I can't see how that would be interesting or like enjoyable for either parties. That'd be disgusting. That'd I mean, disgusting. for the girl, you know, for doing both. the work, just having to put your head down uh, and dude, just smelling, smelling that? all oh, that poop. God, stop. God, I have to close the door and light a candle after you no, leave the you bathroom. Don't. You fucking shit with the door open. <laughs> Come around here saying something like that. I lived by myself for a little bit. Yeah, and you haven't for the past six <laughs> months. So you just get um, used to certain things. Yeah. Plus, for all of you who have pets, especially dogs, tell me a time before you or during the you since you've had a dog that you've peed or gone to the restroom or taken a shower without your dog because i've had dogs for three years and i can't remember the last time i peed alone i don't know you got to show them some sort of boundaries that's where we st- we definitely stand they like to keep me company time. they talk to me Bodie licks my legs when i'm in the shower bailey just sits there she likes to make sure i'm okay in the shower like that uh, Bodie used Most to come the in the shower. When you're in the shower, they're over fucking sitting in the in the couch or chilling with me or something. Bodie used to come in the shower and lick my legs, lick the water off my legs. You must have been pretty damn lonely at that point. <laughs> <in your life. laughs> the first time he did it, he scared the shit out of me though, because that's when I was living alone and I just like feel something like licking me. I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around, it's Bodie's big old head. Bodie's just a big old no-no. All right, so we agree on the <coughs> no anal in this house. <coughs> I mean, whatever. But here's the thing. If you if you were honest with me and you said one day, hey, you know, I kind of kind of want you to put it in my ass, <laughs> I, would, I would do it, but only with a condom. And then I'd have a glove. For when I take that condom <laughs> Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would do it if you wanted to do that. But since you want to, don't want to do that, then I'm just chilling because I don't feel like I ever have to do that with you. So, no, that's where I stand with that. It's crazy that in our society, that's what people do. It's crazy that that's what gay dudes do. Unbelievable. Apparently, the asshole is the uh, G-spot for men. See, then you say some bullshit like that. I'm. <laughs> Where's the women's G-spot? Do you know? It's uh, somewhere in there. And See? Like listen, ladies. Earth. Listen how long it took him to answer that question. And you're saying some, oh, my G-spot's in my asshole. My G-spot is at the tip of my penis where it bursts out. All right? Okay. Are we done with this subject? We can change the subject, Are yeah. We? This other subject's a little darker. Ugh. A little more serious. Um, do you want to do the honors and read it? It's uh, one, two, and three there. Yeah. So it says, my ex tried to guilt me into giving him more time and attention right after my brother died. He was threatened by the space I needed to grieve. And he threw his combos I had with my brother in my face about how I distance myself sometimes uh yeah this is a pretty um it's a pretty deep one um first off i want to say i'm so sorry for your loss i can't imagine losing a sibling or you know anyone close to me for that matter uh so i understand 
you know, I definitely, I feel that. And so again, my deepest condolences to you for that. As for the boyfriend part, you know, um, Alex knows I was in a not so great of a relationship before where it was pretty controlling. So on that side, I can kind of answer, I guess, for it. Um, you know, you might have not seen the signs of him being controlling until that point. Um, you know, you don't really know the signs until after you've dealt with them for so long. It's kind of hard to even put it into perspective. Um, cause you always think, oh, I'm not going to be the girl that's going to let some guy control me and not going to be the girl that's going to let some guy tell me what to do and who I can talk to. And, you know, sometimes I won't lie if I was texting my sister or my mom or even my brother, uh, he would throw those combos in my face saying that I was doing something wrong. So I kind of understand on that point and from that perspective. But, um, you know, I think everybody needs their own space. I think everybody needs to have time with their own friends, even with their family alone, you know, and Alex and I had this talk, you know, I need time with my friends. He needs to hang out with his friends because uh, I feel like that's when cheating happens is when you don't have that time to hang out with your friends because, when you talk to your friends, you know, that's when you communicate. And, you know, if I wanted to complain and bitch about Alex, I would do it to my friends. And if I didn't have my friends to do it to, you know, fuck, who am I going to tell? So I think it's important to have that space between each other in a relationship. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's It's a tough one. I am happy he's your ex, though. So yeah. good for you. Yeah, definitely. The, the only good thing out of that is is definitely that you've gotten that guy out of your life, hopefully. Um, you know, I've never had to deal with anything like that personally, and I have a younger sister. If I lost her, I don't know how I would be. You know, but to try to manipulate somebody in those, in those super hard times where it should be you know, that's where you should be receiving the most love, not the most like criticism, criticism and hate and stuff like that. And just bad vibes, you know, that's not what you need in life. So, you know, the good thing out of that is that that guy's no longer in your life and you're no longer involved with that person, you know. And, um, you know, look, I, I, on the other end, I have been the guy, you know, I've never been abusive or anything like that but through various relationships especially more so in high school and, and those first starting out those relationships just you know super jealous um as a guy there's like for some reason it like stays in your head that you're just like getting i don't know what it is you know as a i guess a person who's dealt with jealousy and jealous tendencies and things like that it's like you get caught in your head and you think the absolute worst at times. And that could really just drive people, you know, insane. It could drive people to do, do and say shit they don't, they don't mean, you know, at the time. But that's something that they got to work on. You know, you can't be the person to, uh, to, you know, be put in harm's way for some shit like that. Just you can't always be the person to, to fix someone. Fix, yeah, there's... You know, we, we deal with so much on our own anyways that it's like, it's not about, you can't fix a lot. You know, you just got to, 
you got to figure your shit out first before you can fix anything in life, you know, let alone a whole, a whole other adult, you know, I mean, a person that should be, you know, and, and relationships, it's just, they're work and they're relationships work. are work. It's a job, but it shouldn't have to be a full-time job, you know? And I think that's where a lot of people get confused and they don't know where to draw that line. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, and yeah, we've had our stuff, you know, there's things I don't agree with. There's things she doesn't agree with from, you know, the, both of our experiences in the past, because although I was a jealous guy and I was, and I was asking, who are you texting? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, I would only do it when I felt like some shit is going wrong. And, um, in my past experiences in relationships with all the women that I've dated for the most part, 90% of it, when I called something out, it was happening. I was getting cheated on. Um, so at times you just got to listen to your gut, um, from that standpoint, but it should never be, you know, it should never get to the point where it's like, it becomes so toxic that it's toxic on the other person. And if you guys have this, you know, mutual respect and, and I guess love for each other, then you shouldn't have to check each other's phones. Yeah. And that's where You're gonna I was out. getting upset with him about was because my ex constantly had to go through my phone, even when it was, uh, you know, with my sister or my brother or my mom or even my best friend, he had to go through the messages and see what I was talking to them about. And I'd never thought that that was fair. So I've always get defensive, you know, whenever, if you would ask who I was texting, because I, it would bring back memories from that situation. And I didn't want to have to ever be with, you know, be in that situation again and have somebody question what I was doing. Yeah. I don't know. Just, we all need work, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, we all need work and, and it's no black and white. The sad thing is, is that it's no, it's no black and white, right or right or wrong at times. Like it can really get muddled. Um, but when it comes to something like what this young lady has sent us, um, yeah, it sounds like it's, it's better that you, you know, even if you were being distant towards him and just kind of even did give him a reason to be like, wow, you're shutting me out because that totally happens, right? It's, that's okay. It's okay that you felt that and that you had to do that. You know, if you need to go figure out your stuff in your life without him, and, and this is uh, something that maybe even made you realize that, you know, you kind of want to move forward without this person in your life. That's okay. That's, it's just all part of it, you know? And I even have told Haley this, like, whether we're together forever or not, it's like, we're just, we just got to enjoy this time while we have it now. And whatever happens, happens, you know, I'm, I'm not here, like putting some expectation that I'm gonna, that we're going to be together forever, you know, and, but I'm also not putting not doing the same for it not to happen. Does that make sense? Like it does. I could see it happening either way or not. Right. It's just, I guess being accepting and, and living life, you know, just try and look for the positives. If that guy wasn't fucking giving you the positives and fucking kick rocks, right? <laughs> That's it. Um, let's move on to the next one.
Do I read this one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when my ex almost hit me with her car, so I ran away and slept in the snow on a bench. And from, that was from one of my, one of my viewers. <laughs> um, I, I don't really know this exact situation. I can't really, I know he was living out of state. And this person was dating this girl who, now this is the other end, abusive girl, okay? Not an abusive man towards a woman, an abusive girl towards a man. And that is a thing. 100% total thing, right? It's just about partners and how people can totally manipulate others. And, you know, it's just, you know, humans are so fucking complex. So, so you know, I guess they, they would have, get in these crazy arguments. And I know she cheated on him and he cheated on her. And so the trust was always broken. The trust was always, you know kind of shattered in that sense because he had cheated on her or something and she always threw it in his face, right? So she was always controlling him in that way in the sense of like she stuck with him, but she threw it in his face every five seconds and, you know, kind of drove them apart in that way. She ended up cheating on him, right? Just a whole lot of New Jersey mess, <laughs> okay? A whole lot of... Ugh. New Jersey mess. Hey, right? hey, hey. It was easy yeah. there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Don't so yeah, Jersey, the dirty Jersey, the dirty Jersey. Okay. And so that's a, that's kind of a talk. That's a toxic relationship from the other end, I guess both ends, right? They're both doing each other wrong and not saying my buddy's a saint or anything like that, but his girl wasn't no fucking peach either. It sounded like, right. So that type of thing. And I know how he had to, Break up with her. You want to hear this? How he had to break up with her? He had to leave her a note. And you can probably relate to this. He had to leave her a note in the middle of the night. He left her money. I think that I think his last like couple hundred dollars, like five hundred dollars or something. Left her money. Had booked the plane. Flew to Florida. Wow. Completely left it all behind. I mean they were living together. Everything. It got to the point where he had to go. And at least good for him that he went, you know. Uh, actually, I can relate to this. I, um, you know, like I said, I was in a toxic situation. I lived with him. I had, we had two dogs together in an apartment. And, uh, you know, some things started happening and um, started getting really toxic. And I realized, you know, we just weren't good for each other anymore. And I just... Uh, Thanks to my best friend, Brandy. Shout out to her. Um, she kind of forced me to get out, you know. She said, you know, you need to leave right now. And so I literally, while he was at work, I grabbed all my stuff. I packed everything up in the dogs and I left. And um, he didn't find out I left until I, he got home from work that night. And it was hard. It was hard for the both of us. It's hard for both parties at that point. You know, it's not something you want to do, but it is. And it's not something uh, that's easy to do, but it's something you have to do at that point. And um, it puts you in a better situation. Um, mentally, I'm in a better place. Physically, I'm in a better place. Uh, financially, in a better place. Um, and I think he is too. You know, and I think it benefited both of us that we parted ways and 
I'm assuming it did for you and her as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, she might not be like that with another guy or she could be, she could be like that again with the next guy, you know, just as abusive and just as a critical, Mm -hmm. or it could have just been the relationship that you two had to had with each other, the cheating back and forth that caused her to be like that and caused him to be like that. You know, he could have never cheated before in his life until that moment. And, uh, now he might be with some girl, might be as happy as he could possibly be, and cheating could be the last thing he's ever even thought about. Yeah. Well, you met this, you met this, uh, this guy, and we got to spend some time with him in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, yes. He's a sweet guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is a guy I grew up with. He's a, one of my closest friends. Um, so for when, and and I remember the text. You know, now that. I'm, I'm thinking about it and looking back. I remember the group messages. He would send us the texts and he was unhappy. You know, think of all the, of the weight that you've lost out of the shoulders and he'll talk about that, you know. Um, he'll talk about that. I definitely want to have him on the podcast too. But yeah, you know, something that you guys had to do. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Like with relationships, it really just needs to be of a thing of like you just gotta experience this, and when it goes sour, you gotta get out. You know, there's no there's no need for that. There's no need to just like I know it's hard to to separate. You know, when you're attached to somebody emotionally and everything. Um, but like she said, you know, it's. Uh, it's put you in a better place and you don't see it until you, you kind of grow with it. Overall, what happier where you're at, huh? You asking me? Yeah. Huh? Mm. That you're now trying to stick your fingers in somebody else's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to read this one? This is the top one up here. Okay. This is a good one. Can a couple truly have a, a successful platonic relationship with the opposite sex? That's a good question. Um, That's where we might disagree. <laughs> this is probably where we're going to disagree. Yeah. Um, I have a brother that's my age, you know? So even as we were in elementary, middle school, even in high school, you know, we would have sleepovers. And um, he would have his guy friends over at one time. I'd have my girlfriends over at one time. And nothing would ever happen. It was never anything like that. But it was just, um, you know, I became one of the guys, one of the boys. I mean, you guys wingmaned each other. No, you can ask my brother. We were never, ever. He never dated any of my friends. I never dated any of his friends. (laughs) It was just like me and my brother when we were little. We were like the best of friends. Like there's pictures of yeah, us like running brother. around. That's your, I know. That's different but from, um, even in elementary like and middle friend. school, we were like that with each other. Up until high okay. school, it changed. Yeah, exactly. And um, older, right? but we still, ha- I was still friends with his friends, his guy friends. I get it. And and it was because we had had sleepovers together since middle school. So the school For I sure. went to was from fourth grade to twelfth grade. So I was literally with the same people from fourth to twelfth grade. That's a long time. You know, it's like eight years. I think that's eight years. Is that eight? Yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Um, That's eight years. So I was friends with these people for eight years. And, you know, I'm 
not, I mean, I'm still friends with them to this day. Not that I talk to them all the time, but occasionally, you know, you've seen me, I've seen them out when we were, we've been out and they'll come up and say hi to me. Cause I haven't seen them in forever. And it's just, it's crazy. Cause it's like, dude, I used to have sleepovers when you were like in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, you don't ever seem to enjoy that very much. You seem to get pretty upset about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. From a guy's from a guy's viewpoint, and I'm glad TJ goes out with us when we go out to Fort Lauderdale and stuff because you know he sees it from my, you know, it's just uh, when your girl, when your girl doesn't introduce you, when your girl just walks over, starts talking to some dudes, doesn't really introduce you, doesn't integrate you into a conversation. That's not a good feel. You know, right? Offer it that's not a good feel. And, um, you know, when it's like other guys keep coming up and you seem to have all these guy friends, it's like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and assume because you haven't, you know, involved me into this conversation or anything like that. I'm just going to assume these are dudes that were something in the past because look, for me, most of the girlfriends, not all, all right, I've had some very good friends that were women that nothing ever happened. But for a lot of girls that I was friends with, you know, yeah, things happened. Um, because I don't know, because I was a young man, fluid, all right, fluid with the sexuality, you could say. All right. So it's like, for me, it's, I, I see horny it a little different. bastard. Right, a horny bastard. So for me, I see it a little differently, okay, because it's like, I had, you know, I knew girls that were probably just telling somebody that, you know, oh, he's just a friend or something. You know what I mean? So, and, and like, again, my prior, and, you know, I hate to, to bring the past relationships into this or anything like that, but, you know, it's just the defense mechanism and you have it too. You know, it's just our defense mechanism of when you see something or that you don't feel is, is kind of like heading in the right direction, you you kind of start to think things, but anyways, the question is: is the can a can you have a platonic relationship with the opposite sex if you're in a relationship? I, I think personally you think you could. I think you could for sure, but there's certain there's a certain instance when it's not no longer platonic. Okay, so let's say me and one of my friends, one of my guy friends, is like, hey, let's grab some lunch to catch up. Would that be weird? That'd be a little weird. Okay, so how would it be a platonic friendship? Because if I was going to say, hey, I'm going to go over to this guy's house and hang out, that's weird. more weird. And I would, I personally would feel uncomfortable with that as well. Yeah. But if I was going mean, to be out in a like, public setting, be like, hey, we're going to grab some lunch and hang out and catch up, I, you know, depending on the friend and the situation, I think that it would be okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If if he's willing to do that, why why is he not willing to meet your fucking boyfriend? Well, what if he did? <laughs> if a girl, yeah, okay, so then that's okay. You so know? if you so had met like, them look, and look, if if a girl was asking me to meet up for lunch, I personally, again, wouldn't feel right about it. Right. So you know, if she was asking, hey, you know, love to meet your girl or something like a, a girl who's a friend of mine. Oh, I'd love to meet you, meet your girl and stuff. We could catch up and go eat lunch. That's that's cool. If a girl is asking me to go to lunch alone, red flag. 
Okay. Okay. So if a man is asking you to go to lunch alone, no. What if you've met the? What if we have met the girl? Let's say I've met the girl like six or seven times. I'm like, oh yeah, she's cool. I don't, you know, see anything, see an issue with it at all. Yeah. And then um, she was like, oh, Alex is good for lunch, and I was like, I don't want to go. You can go. What would you think? That's different. That's not. That's that's like if we had just been hanging out or something. But if if somebody had hit you up out of the blue and you were making plans to go meet some guy to go to lunch, I would not personally like that. I I can agree with that. You know? I could From, agree with that. You know, you should know about women going out to lunch with other men and, and what that happens, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So, you know... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, it's like if, and and then here's where we disagree a lot too about, I guess, you know, of course I want you to go have your time. You, you do have your own time. You go hang out with the girl at least, at least twice a week, you know, see your girls. All right. And that's healthy. I agree. I think. But I also think it would be healthy if I was, you know, if I went out with you guys at times. All right. You did. Yeah, I, I did. And I do. And we had a fun time, and it was a very long night. And I don't think either of us have stayed out till five o'clock in the but morning I think in a really long time. There should be more of that, <laughs> you know. I think there should be a little more of that. Like, and and same with me. If like the guys are going to invite me out to go somewhere, I'd want you to come. You know. Yeah, but if I didn't want to come, I'd be totally fine with just That's you going cool out with too. the guys. That's and I cool think too. that you should also be okay with me just going with the girls as well. But see. There goes that face. Yeah. Not the same. Well, look, Haley, when we're out, I was literally maybe two feet apart from you. How many guys came up to you and talked to you guys and hit on you? Yes. The, uh, hold so, on, hold on. Let's tell them really quick what the uh, pickup line was here. So me and my two girlfriends are talking, and we're just bullshitting, talking about whatever. We're drinking. Alex is standing a foot away from me, not even, with TJ. And... um. This guy, these two guys walk up to me and my girlfriends and they go, hey, you girls trying to get litty titty? This grown ass man asked me and these girls if we're trying to get litty titty. And I just looked at him. I guess I gave him a funnier look than I was planning on doing. But I looked at him and he looked at me and he goes, wow, you look like you had a big F off on your forehead when I said that. And I just kind of was like, Yep. Like that is not if you ever said that to yeah. me. Yeah, so that was the first guy. But you know, as you proceed to get drunker and drunker, your your fuck off face doesn't look as fuck off. Face, <laughs> you know what I mean? It starts looking like let's fuck face, right? No. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Look, I'm just saying, um, my thing is you're going to go out, you're going to do this and that, and, and you guys are going to get hammered and you're going to interact with other dudes. Eventually, you're going to get put in a weird situation where some, something weird's going to happen, whether somebody kisses you or whatever, no. or you're in a bathroom with people that are doing cocaine and guys are in there, right? If something weird like that's happening, that's the type of shit that I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not invite that into my relationship. Is that, I th- and I think that's fair. Okay. I mean, I, I think, think that's, that's fair, fair but at the same time, to, at the end of the day, it comes to, to trust. Stand their ground on that a little bit. Yeah, trust. I trust. I trust people to do stupid shit. All right. If I had, if I had walked out 
of the bathroom with a girl, that would not look good, would it? You it wouldn't. I mean? If it, it was just you and one other girl, right, it would it not look good at all. Okay. It was a group. So even if, even if it was a group, it still would look weird. I'm just saying it just puts, you know, it's just putting us in a weird spot. If I was going out and I was getting hammered with the boys and girls were coming up to me left and right and, uh, you know, not that that happens, but if that's what was happening. It did happen. I'm just saying. And I didn't get introduced to this girl either when I walked up um, there. Exactly. How did that feel? I just grabbed your shoulder. and She I... did. She was actually very forceful. <laughs> I just gave him a little. Yes, she did. Squeeze exactly. on the arm. On the saying, I okay. suck it. I fucking saw you. And, you know, on I the just stood thing. right next so, to him exactly. and did my own so thing with my I girl. I was going out with the boys and, you know, it's just like, would you feel okay about, you know, me being out in those situations? I mean, I trust you. you. Trust I don't me. think you would do anything I wrong. And I expect I the same it. trust you back. Trust me. You know, but, but let's be honest, you know, let's be honest, let's be honest. All right. People are whores out there. They are. And they'll come on to you. They'll try and whisper sweet nothings <laughs> and make you feel like it's okay for the second. If you're fucked up or this or that, I don't know. I just rather not, not have to deal with those situations. That's all I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Would I rather you not, when you go out, go drink and go out to some bars? Yeah, for sure. But I guess that's just what I got to deal with. It is. I'm not going to change who I am. Okay. And I put my foot down on that, and so should you, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm putting my foot down on that I don't fucking like you. (laughs) So here I am, some fucking sap, just waiting. He's waiting at home with his Jack and Coke with the dogs in the bed. So the moment I unlock the door and he thinks that I'm breaking in to my own fucking apartment. Yeah, well, you shouldn't come home so late. And almost knocked me out. He was probably like three inches from my face with a punch just ready to go. Saying he had a dream someone was breaking into the apartment. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I guess what's our last thing for platonic relationships? We disagree on it? I mean, I think you can we have ag- fucking friends. We agree of the and disagree. Sex, we ag- but there's it's just situations. It was more we agree on the platonic relationship, it was we disagree on the whole going out situation. Yeah. You know, it's like, but you know what? At the well, end of the day, I still go out with Brandy and my girls, and you know, you could go out with the boys and have a drink. No, I don't. You don't because you don't like to. You like to be a stay-at-home poppy. Yeah. A little loner I mean, stoner. You know, it's like, why don't you guys just do something else other than go out to drink and spend money? We're twenty-five years old. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Not going to spend the best years of our life just sitting indoors. No, it's not about that. You can be outdoors and do something. When's the last time you guys fucking did anything active? When's the last time you guys played a game of volleyball on the beach? I don't do that. 
Knowing you know me, if I, know, I did that, exactly, I'd break a bone. Exactly, I'm just saying. I would break there's, something. I am I'm the clumsiest person I have ever met. Then drink, or break a nail, and you wouldn't be happy if I broke there's, this diamond uh, off these nails. There's, there's other things to do other than drink. You know, that's all I'm saying. But drinking does make things more fun sometimes, and you have to agree. Just yeah. like smoking makes things more fun time, yeah. more fun you for you. I can't smoke cheap. anymore. <laughs> Wow. There you have it, ladies and, and gentlemen. Makes more fun. The wise words from Roman Listen, Stoic. When you go to fucking, when people go out to drink, what are they doing? All right. And this is where I feel like we're going to totally disagree. I feel like women are under this illusion that drinking is just this totally harmless thing and that we just go out and we're just having fun and we're just letting loose. All right. Meanwhile, you're fucking doing blow. You're getting hammered. Not saying you personally. I'm saying women are out there doing this and that and guys are doing it too. And you can't compare you me to every out, single woman. Listen, you guys go out, people go out and what are you doing? You're just trying to go fuck, man. Let's be honest. Guys are real about it, but women can't seem to fucking just be real about it. What are you doing when you go out and to meet all these people? But what if you're not going to meet people? Like when I do Wine Wednesday, we go to Wine Garden. That's different. That's why I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't care about that. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. He was pretty salty about it for a little while. No. You did not like Wine Wednesdays. I was not salty about it. I could care less. I was playing Fortnite with the boys. (laughs) I was squatting up with the boys and we were getting wins. He's quite a It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, win Wednesday. Squatty boys go. Yeah, I missed out on it. All right, we got one more. I guess we'll fucking get out of this subject since I'm losing this battle over here. I always win. Yeah, keep going out. See what happens. <laughs> okay, this next one says, Noah. No idea if I should get back with a certain name that I'm not going to say. Big issue there in my head. That's what this guy says. Not very much, but I'll give you a little more background on that. I know that they've had a very good relationship. For the most part, from what I've observed from the outside, they've had a a good relationship. There's and I met people, them that one time yeah. and I, I really, I liked her a lot. There's I liked them both a lot. I thought they were great. Yeah. They dated for years. I want to say four years. Jeez. Yeah. Long time. And they were always happy. And, you know, like every couple, they got their own things, their own fights that they have and their own disagreements. And for him, I know that he thought she was a little more, um, she was like, they were like us, but reversed, right? So the guy was more, and what's funny is he's the blonde and she's the Hispanic, right? <laughs> so, so they're like reversed, you know what I mean? And so she was more uptight about him. Like if he went out or if like whatever about certain girls, she would get, she would get jealous easier. That was his, that was his thing that she would get jealous and also like kind of upset that like, how he would maybe spend time if he was if he didn't spend time with her all the time or some shit like that. But again, he was working a lot, gone for long periods of time, right? And so that was his his main complaint about that that I had heard about from their relationship. But other than that, they were good. They were good with each other. 
good to each other. So yeah, dude, if, you know, if you are thinking about getting back with that person, my advice for you on that is that if you truly miss that person and you feel like, you know, what you guys needed was a break to kind of just reset, just give each other some time to figure, you know, whatever it is out. And if you've realized that that's the person you really, really want to be with, then yeah, try and work it out. All right. But Haley, put the fucking dog down. I'm trying to give some serious advice here. Uh, this is why I didn't want to let the dogs in Ms. the fucking... Bailey has something to say. She ain't got shit to say, okay? <laughs> She's going to sit there and be quiet like a good girl. Okay. All right, dude. If you know, if you want to get back with this girl and you feel right about it and you've, you, know, you guys have talked and you want to meet up with her or this and that, right? She's that old friend. <laughs> She's that old friend you're getting lunch with. Um, you know... Uh, and you feel right about it, go for it, dude. Why not? You guys had a good relationship. You know, you've lived with each other. You know her. She knows you. And if you miss her, go for it, right? Because you guys had a good relationship. If you guys didn't have a good relationship for the most part, then I would say the opposite, right? We would say what we said for the other other thing about, you know, just let it go. Let it go. Um, now, if you feel if you feel that you're just happier with, not being with her and, you know, and you see that she's doing herself, she's doing well, um, and she's got good things going for her, then, then I would say, you know, even though right now it's a little tough, you're going to have to give her that space. And that's the, that's the, um, you know, that's what you got to deal with and, and come to terms with is that fact that you did and these this relationship with her and if she's doing well and now you're now you're missing her and but she's she's doing well and she's got something going on then you know this is this might be something you got to deal with and just kind of swallow and let it go let unfortunately it go. right um, but you know you guys have had a good relationship so I would say just follow your heart follow your gut you know, intuition is key. What do you think? What do you think on that situation? Yeah, I think it all depends. I mean, I didn't know their whole relationship. I only met them that one time, but everything seemed fine. But then again, everything can seem fine on the outside and not right. be okay on the inside. So, For sure. you know, as cheesy it sounds, as it sounds, uh, do whatever you think is right. Whatever your, your heart thinks is, uh, is right, but don't do anything that's going to put you or herself in a bad situation again where, you know, things could possibly go worse. Maybe you guys did need the time to both grow up yeah. and uh, figure some shit out and now things are okay and where they need to be. But maybe at the same time, you guys just need to be separated and that's where it is. And maybe you're just, maybe you're jealous. Maybe she's with somebody else and maybe you're jealous. Maybe that's what the deal is. But uh, you don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We know we don't know the exact circumstances of your relationship. But like I said, they were reversed, all right? He was the one who's not jealous, okay? He's the one who's, you know, just doesn't have that in him. Um, 
as a guy too, which is crazy to me. You know, most guys that I meet, I, I could tell are hyper jealous or, je- or can get jealous. Right. Um, but to see a guy legit not give a fuck at all is that's different. That's a different dude, <laughs> you know? So, and that might be something that she, she got to deal with too, is, uh, that type of guy. Um, and look, opposites attract, you know, but if it was good, maybe give it a shot. If you guys feel better off without each other and, and you guys are both doing well, then, then give it some more time, man, and be strong, right? You know, be strong. Um, Haley, you got anything to say? Anything else to say? See, this is why I didn't let the fucking dogs inside, because I knew they'd be distracted. She's, she's just so cute. For shit. those of you who don't know she's what Miss Bailey she's looks so like. She's so cute. She's over here fucking, um, what is she's dragging her asshole on the rug. <laughs> no, she's not. Yes, she was, Haley. She I was, was watching her rolling around this on back her and back. She was, she was fucking wiping her asshole back and forth on the rug. Right, I saw Alex her as I was gonna... telling my friend if he should get back with his girl or not. Miss <laughs> Bailey likes butt right. stuff. She's <laughs> one of those girls. <laughs> This is why I didn't want the fucking dogs in the room. They know. The dogs know better Listen, than to be in the podcast room with Dad. Alex is going <laughs> to post a picture of Miss Bailey on his Instagram, on the Instagram page, and you're going to see how freaking adorable this little girl is and why it's so hard not to squeeze her face and just let her give you kisses because. I put her on. You put her on? You put Miss Bailey on the wrist report? I don't know about the risk report. Exactly. She's going to be on the risk report. Y'all are going to see Miss Bailey. She's going to be the mascot. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what kind of dog she is, she is a B-Bull, which is half English bulldog from her mom. And her dad was a beagle. So she's half English bulldog, half beagle. It's called a Beeble. It is a real breed. Um, if you Google them, they are not very cute. But uh, Bailey somehow got the. Yeah, I'm uh, not into the bulldogs. I gotta tell you, but Miss Bailey's a cute little. Miss Bailey is. She looks like a tiny boxer, right? She looks like a miniature. People do mistake boxer. her for a boxer, and she's about to be three in three weeks. Are you a mini boxer? She's about to have her birthday, her third birthday party. You know what she loves is when I pull out the boxing. She might not be half bulldog at all. She might be boxer and beagle. No, I have a birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, well, how many people can forge shit, huh? How about yeah. that documentary? We were watching a documentary last night about the um, body, body snatchers, snatchers of, of Brooklyn. Yeah, body snatchers of Brooklyn. Which was Nate, crazy Bailey, get out of the because this table, guy Come on. Come who on. is in jail, and he's going to be in jail for pretty much the rest of his life, was still to this day saying, I didn't do anything wrong. But he was over here giving, you know, people who had cancerous tissue and cancer in their bones and giving them away to donors. And this one patient got, ended up getting hepatitis B from it. So She this- got hepatitis B because this guy, this asshole, wanted to get money and snatch this poor man's body out of the grave or before he went to the grave replaced his legs with metal rods and PVC okay PVC pipes and then let the family bury him in the ground then they 
dug him back up years later once it started getting investigated. And obviously, you know, I'm one to say, let the dead rest. 200 bodies a a month. Let the dead rest. But um, they ended up digging up this guy's dead or dead dad and found out that, oh my God, we buried my dad without his legs. He had PVC pipes, his legs. Fucked up. It was a really crazy story. What they were doing, um, what they were doing was they were absolutely mutilating bodies, right? You would go to this funeral home, let's say, you know, let's say, uh, let's say I died and fucking Haley had to take me to a funeral home. And uh, this funeral home, you know, says they're going to take care of me. She pays them and says, don't touch his body. He wants to be buried, whatever, with his body. And forges my signature. And Yeah, and then they fucking forge the signature so that they have authorization to basically mutilate these bodies, take the tissue, take whatever they can scrap out of your body, like if you're mechanical parts. And then they bury you. You know, and they kind of give you these makeshift parts so that it seems like, you know, you still got your legs or whatever, your body intact if you do have an open casket. So they were basically taking tissue off of, you know, these forged donors that were people that were dying. And these people were old, man, dying of cancer, you know, dying of just life has just got them. Their body's wrecked, right? That's why I don't fucking share drinks with nobody, bro. That's why, you know, the older we get, it's like people are out here fucking raw. You're crazy, dude. If you're out here fucking some random person raw, you are crazy, bro. Because we're only getting older and think about how many people fuck. But not even that. That one lady said was even talking about her own father. This one lady. And she was just like, I would not want my father's bones his skin he oh yeah fragile he, frail he died of cancer he his, died of cancer she's like i wouldn't want any part of my to, father's body no. you know to be a transplant in people. me they were they were and so there were these big businesses that were buying their tissue um consistently right they were selling to big big companies that were distributing distributing this stuff to hospitals all over the country but so it was it's mainly a, a, New Jersey, it? It was a docu- New York, documentary Massachusetts, on, you know, that whole No, but they were going everywhere. They were, he, it was, but it was that Northeastern state is where they were. He had that chop shop. You know what I'm talking about? He had that chop shop up I in I also New really York. like how we started this podcast talking about relationships, and uh, we're now talking about um, body snatchers. Body snatchers. Oh, my God. Well, we got to end this podcast because between the dog fucking running around the table and you grabbing the mic, I feel like we're just torturing the listeners right now with <laughs> crazy sounds. Um, and we got super off topic. No, we we kind of did get a little off topic. <laughs> but hey, that was the first one. First one with a guest. How do you feel about being the first guest? Not bad. Not bad. You kind of loosened up there. A little bit. Um. I think it was the wine, but uh, the wine. wine definitely helped. Yeah, it's just a fun time to do, you know? Um, is this something you would want to do, Haley? What, Little have a relationship advice? Relationship uh, advice, call them every month or something like that? Every month? Yeah, once a month, people send in some shit. I mean, if they want to listen to us argue. <laughs> <laughs> we only argued about that one thing. And then we also laughed a lot about uh, poopy dicks. Oh, and... my God. Yeah, that was at the beginning, right? Yeah. That was before the wine even hit. Oh, that was hilarious. 
I'm serious. That poor girl to this day. That had me dying. I was not expecting it. I was going to, I was the thinking, guy walked out of the room you know, and he told thinking, everybody. I was thinking you were, it was going to be like, you know, shitty Sally or something like that. Like, um, nope. You know, that's that girl with that dirty ass or some shit like that. You know, he didn't even get the nickname. He didn't even get the that's nickname Poopy nickname. Dick. Poopy she dick. did. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Apparently, <laughs> the girl has to, to hold the poop in because otherwise you're going to poop. You're like supposed Listen, to poop what are you going to do? Pressure wash the shit out of your fucking asshole? Listen, if I'm I... going to go in there, I'm probably going to scoop out, you know, I'm probably going to be like a little fucking poop gold miner and shove out a little bit of, you know, a couple pieces of poop. I don't and know. So I don't know how it works, bro. man. I'm not into that's it. So don't know how gross. it works. All I know is the poor girl got the name Poopy Dick, scarred me for life, and I never ever want to try anal oh, ever since then. That's so funny. Um, TMI for most of you listeners, but fuck that. Yeah, don't want to do it. I'm sorry, I give them too much information all the time. Yeah, was this part in the Red Sea and shit? I've heard. Yeah. TMI. People probably think we're disgusting. uh, Oh, yeah. We're a bunch of sick bastards. And you want me to trust you out at a bar? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Jesus. Miss 45 one night stand over here. That's how you, how you open Whoa, it up. Whoa, that sounds, it was, was sounds night. like it was 45 different people. It was no, no, you no. for 45 yeah, yes, nights. Exactly. But you had started it off with that. And so, you know, just, just saying, just making a joke, throwing it back at you. He also does really like when I stick my finger in his ass. <laughs> That's what are we starting the podcast again? Is this deja vu? <laughs> Did we just go back an hour? We did. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Risk Report. This was a Wine Wednesday relationship special with Haley. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you. Peace.